What up, though, Boogie? You know what time it is. Time for another dope episode of Late Night with Nate and Adrian. I'm your boy, Nate Galloway. I'm Adrian Brandyberg. And some bombs. Bomb action. Had to get the bombs in. You know, sometimes I'm late with those bombs. No sleep crew. We appreciate y'all for tuning in. Like, subscribe on all your podcast platforms. Boogie, how you doing? Man, I'm feeling amazing. I put my uh, two weeks into this. uh, Let me. I was about to curse my. I was about to talk about the job. Two Uh, weeks in this bitch. Right. (laughs) You know, let me stop playing. I'm always grateful for the the opportunity to work and whatnot. But hell yeah, put my two weeks in. Oh, I'm so excited. What? I'm proud of you. Man, do you understand how good it feels? And I had, I have days off already, already requested off during this two weeks. So I'm just like, nigga, you getting two days. You get it right. Two days So let me ask you this question. Uh, is this the first job that you've actually put a two-week notice in? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I always put I always put notice in. There's except for maybe like one, one or two back when I was a, a kid, dumb. A so dumb do you kid. put the notice in for jobs that you really care about, or is it even the ones that you don't like? You're like, fuck it, I'm just gonna do it. It's just the right thing to do. Just in general, the right thing to do, just because I want to give everybody notice, regardless of what's how I'm feeling, if I hate it or love it. I, you know, most of the jobs I don't like. Uh, it's just a job. So <laughs> <laughs> you are a model employee, because let me tell you, uh, it's only been a couple that I've actually cared enough to give two week notice. It's mostly been like, fuck you. I'm out this bitch. I will fucking blow this whole popsicle stand up like you don't want me to give a two week notice. Oh, <laughs> Uh, How you feeling though? The last one I, I left, I did give him a notice. I was like, okay, a notice. I gotta do it. Uh, how am I feeling, Boogie? I am good. You know yes. why I am good? Because the Mexican pizza is oh my back. God. For those of you that are yes. viewing this, you see what I'm holding up here. It is oh, oh. the box from Taco Bell. No, the you Mexican did not. Pizza. You say you save the box just so you can show everybody. I had to. You, oh. I had to let people know it's real. You know, oh, and I'm, I'm sure some of y'all wondering, Nate, how did you get this this early? It's not even out yet. Don't worry about that. You know, I got the Taco Bell plug. Just kidding. It's on the app. If you use the app, you can get it early because it officially <laughs> drops tomorrow. Yo. You know? <laughs> Let's talk about how you have a Taco Bell app for a second. <laughs> The only reason why I have the app was because I was, you know, scrolling the Facebook or Meta looking for topics to talk about on this great podcast. And it was like, hey, we know you're fat. Advertisement, Mexican pizza, it's back. You can get it the 17th through the 18th on the app. And I was like, oh, shit, it comes out on such and such day. So let me beat the crowd. Let me go on the app, you know. So, yeah. Oh, God. Yo, it's funny though. So I posted on, on my story. Some niggas was like, bro, I didn't had two. I had two yesterday. And I was like, damn. I thought I was doing something with just one. Niggas is spinning the block for Mexican pizzas. <laughs> so I I will ask you this. Is it the same as you remember it? Or is it better? Uh it's actually it is the same. Uh it's bad like it never left. It was like y'all never should have got rid of this. Um, I didn't eat it that often. I, I, it was one of those things where it was just like, ah, if I'm in the mood for it, but yeah. then when it took it away, I was like, ah, how could you do this to me? Um, it's like, I remember it now. We just got to get the Mexi melt back. You know, it's a couple other things that we need to get back that never should have took off, but it's back y'all. It's back. Oh, oh God. Well, I'm so happy that you got to stuff your face with some <laughs> Taco Bell Mexican pizza. Hey man, I was just like, you know what? This has been the highlight of my week so far. Outside of doing this podcast, I'm like, yes, the Mexican pizza is back. Um, before we get started, though, it was something funny that I read, and I okay. want this because I was like, this is the funniest shit. I was crying laughing. Uh, okay, share. Hearing that Harriet Tubman out crying babies because it could possibly get them caught is the wildest thing I have ever heard. Oh, my God. I read that shit, too. I was dying when I heard that shit. What was the first thing 
least thought of. I want to see, like, I the first thing I thought of is Harriet punching the baby. <laughs> <laughs> that is why I cried so much, because I was like, she in the woods, like, shut that baby up. <laughs> like, just out here sucker punching babies, and I was just hollering, and then I had to process it for a second. I was like, wait. She wasn't really punching these babies. So I did some research. You know, I had to, you know, let my fingers do my scrolling and everything. You know, uh, Harriet was a herbalist. You know, she dibbled and dabbled in the herbs, you know. So upon research, you know, she was kind of wetting them cloths and just knocking the babies out, you know, hitting them with the chlorophyll, but not killing them. (laughs) 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 She was double on 70s. She was stealthy. <laughs> Yo, I was just about to say. I thought if when I hear herbalist, I think she's getting she's making these baby get high <laughs> and quieting the babies down. But it is the other way around. She probably and back then, you oh. know, they had the pure stuff. Oh so yeah, it was... Babies, it was a it was a whiff, and the baby was done. Babies was knocked out for like three days. <laughs> baby woke up up north. Like, we's here. <laughs> Check on that baby real quick. That baby been gone for about three, four days. It was just the pure visual, though. It was just like, and it was even funnier, though, was I was yeah. like, other niggas in the threads was posting gifts. You know, black Twitter, we don't take nothing of serious. Of course. Niggas was posting babies getting knocked the fuck out. And I was like, why are we like this? Why oh are gosh. we like this? I was like, I, okay. Oh my god! But just to think that any peep or noise back then can really risk—you're really risking your life for not only, you know, helping someone, helping a group of people get out of slavery, but right. risking it for yourself. So she's <laughs> like, "Hey man, hey, shut this baby up." <laughs> she was the first fuck them kids. Yeah. <laughs> she was the first. Oh my god. Fuck that baby. Like I I was like, we got to talk about this. I was rolling. Yeah. If, you gotta, if you get a chance as you were listening to go find that thread. Yes. And you will just be hollering In like tears. The funniest uh, shit ever, but oh we got to keep God. this thing rolling. Yes, Boogie, you know what time hat. it is. It's time for tipping the hat. Who you got for your tipping? I'm hat? giving my hat, tipping my hat off to. I was trying to, I was trying to give you an accent, uh, but it it didn't work. To Thames, Thames. You need no Thames. I'm giving it to Thames. She's become. She has become the first Nigerian artist in history. In history of music, to debut at number one. What? This is dope. She's got an amazing voice. Granted, uh, she's featuring with Future Hendrix, but... uh, (laughs) (laughs) But she still made it. (laughs) Easy, yeah. Still got a tip I had to... I I still did not know on that that Wizkiss. I did not... I thought it was just him. I did not know that the other body was her. The, you know. I see what you did there. <laughs> <laughs> the other body was her. Oh, I see what you did there. Her EP is dope. It, it is. You, like, you need to man. listen to it. I, I love crazy. You can play it all some, the way through. She yeah, got some bangers got some, on there. She got some real bangers. So tip my hat off to her for sure. Who do you have for yo tipping? I am tipping my hat to uh, the U.S. Uh, women's national soccer team. I uh, just came through that they uh, struck a new deal where they're going to get equal pay as the U.S. men's national soccer team. Uh, so definitely kudos to them. But I'm going to do you one better. They deserve to get more Facts. than the men because uh, the men's team suck. Yep. Let's call it what it is. They I suck. I was just about to say that. Yep. Who's winning more? <laughs> The women consistently, uh, they are winning. They are going uh, to the World Cup. Um, they got some dog ass athletes over there, so they really should be getting paid more than the men. If we're going based on result based industry, <laughs> y- y'all ain't women, so you shouldn't get paid. The men, that's just the bottom line. Shouldn't it be performance based anyway? I thought that's what sports was. If you do well, you get paid more. For every other sport, it is. I mean, it's based on viewership as well. If you if you look at like how many people show up, I mean, men's soccer team. I think more people show up for the men's game just to be drunk and be like USA, USA. Yeah. I think people actually go to the women's games to actually watch and have a good time because you know they're going to win. 
get yeah. drunk and have fun at the men's game, have fun and watch women win going to the women's. So it's just Good like, yeah. but the women should get paid more. I'm at least yeah. glad that they got uh, equal pay here. Hopefully they can get more than the women. Maybe this will light some fire under the men's team to actually do something. Win maybe, something. maybe, yeah. just maybe they'll win. Good job, y'all. So good job, ladies, on that historic uh, victory for them. Uh, We got to add, and uh, we'll be right back. Hell yeah. Hey, what's going on, guys? I'm just over here polishing up my black watch. A lot of y'all know I'm an avid collector of watches. I got at least nine of them things in my collection, and the one that I get the most comments on has got to be my black watch. I got to tell y'all. Black watches, they have really put a lot of time and detail into their product. I gotta tell you, from the watch face all the way down to, to the band made of genuine leather. I know it's genuine, but I like seeing genuine. They really have outdone themselves. So, fellas, ladies, if you're looking to upgrade your watch style, definitely check out the good folks over there at Black Watches. They black-owned. You know you want to support a black-owned watch company. And because, you know, they rocking with the podcast, they, you know, hooked you guys up with a promo code. That's right, a promo code. They'll give you 20% off of your order when you head over to blackwatches.com. That's right, blackwatches.com, B-L-A-K, watches.com. And make sure you use that promo code, late night, WNA. Come on, support the Black Watches. Now back to the podcast. Sadly, uh, a couple of days ago, we lost uh, 10 lives at the hands of a white supremacist. So definitely hearts go out to uh, the 10 individuals uh, in Buffalo. Uh, Peyton Grinder, Gendron, whatever the hell his last name is, 18-year-old, decided to uh, just go into a top grocery store in Buffalo and kill black people. Uh, he left a 180-page manifesto um, detailing. Uh, he thought about white replacement theory. <clears throat> Excuse me, is what he called it. Um, which, for those of you that don't know, basically they think white people are being replaced yeah. uh, by every other racial group. Um, in that manifesto, he also talked about uh, Jewish people taking over. He talked about Hispanic people as well. Um, had military-grade rifle. Went in there on the barrel of this gun, had a nigger, hard R, uh, etched into that. Um, So that pretty much tells you all we need to know about him. Uh, Went through, saw another white person in there, apologized, let him go. Went on and killed uh, many black people that were in there. Which also lets us know that that was one of those racially motivated attacks. I know people were trying to say that this is not racially motivated. Well, then how did the white dude get away? how they let him go uh, but in true fashion of mass murders um he walked away alive you know, he was able to uh take off his riot gear and uh they took him in custody um this is one of those things for me that it hurts and they all they all hurt but this was one of those ones that um i'm just tired of it man um as i know we all are on so many levels it's just like, what are we going to do? Um, these people are minding their own business. This dude drove 200 miles outside of his own community. Let me just paint this picture for y'all. Drove 200 miles outside of his own community. Found a zip code. Oh, a lot of black people here. I'm just going to go here and kill these folks. Mind you, this person also, um, he was going to shoot up his high school graduation or shoot up the high school. So they've, they've known about this dude for some time. So it's not like he's just, oh, I just lost it. I don't know. How you feel? He, you know, he filmed or tried to film the entire thing on uh, going live stream on Twitch, you know, about two minutes in Twitch, removed uh, the feed. I I feel just like, you know, there's this uh, clip going around of this... uh, reporter, journalist, uh, black man who, who, you know, became overcome with emotion, you know, reporting the news, the story. And, you know, he said, you know, he's probably going to report some more. There's already, he's reported about 15 and he's going to probably report some more. And, you know, we're going to, 
you know, we're going to give our thoughts and prayers right now and, and talk about it, you know, for a week or two, uh, but it's going to be off our newsfeed and nothing's going to happen. And, and, you know, the questions that we need to really start asking ourselves and demanding and yelling, uh, to the people that are supposedly in power is what are we going to do about it, about this situation, about a, a clear issue that we have going on in this country. We have a gun issue. Set aside the race issue that we already clearly, nobody wants to admit on either side. Like, yes, <laughs> people, people want to, they want to tiptoe around it, but nobody wants to clearly admit that, there's a race issue going on right now, uh, inequality, but we have a gun issue. Now let's take away for a quick second, let's remove all the capitalism, the consumerism of, of all this money that, that uh, NRA and, and gun companies are making. How is this going to benefit us as a human, as a whole, if we keep allowing people to, 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 to be able to access guns so easily and 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 do things like this. Um no, I I hardly agree with you. Um I'm not anti gun. You know, I'm no. pro gun. I'm not pro war machines though. <laughs> That's yeah. what I'm not pro. I'm yeah. pro handgun. I'm pro shotgun. I feel like those are guns that you can have to protect yourself in your household. Yeah, yeah, you don't yeah. need a machine gun to protect yourself. Yeah. Um. That's one. Um. If you do want to get a machine gun, cool. Go rent it at the gun range, and you can shoot it there. Yeah. Can't shoot it anywhere else, but at the gun range. Yeah. Um. Unfortunately, the NRA, all these politicians, they're in each other's pockets. Yeah. They don't care. Um. They don't care at all because what's what's weird? Not even say weird. They know about these people. Mm-hmm. They said over what fifty five percent of attacks happen from white supremacists. Mm -hmm. So they know these people exist. Mm -hmm. But if the FBI rounds up all these people, they have nobody else to target. If they round up all their cousins and all the cousins of these politicians, then who else are they going to have to target? Who, who, who's going to have a job? (laughs) No one's going (laughs) to, everybody's going to be without a job if they round up everybody. And also it's like, what racial group will they attack then? Look at it this way. Asian people, Unfortunately, they got knocked over the head like four or five times. And it's like, oh, yeah. you got a bill. I don't believe me. I'm not for anyone getting knocked over the head. But it's mighty funny that when people start attacking them, they get a bill. And it yeah. just mysteriously appears over the time of COVID. And it's like, oh, great. But it took us, what, 100 years to get the anti-lynching bill? Yeah. And we barely got that. So we, they need yeah. to do something to protect us, but I feel like it's going to be another hundred years before somebody signs, oh, it's the anti, you can't mess with black people, Bill. It's going to be forever before we get that because they don't want to do that. Because like I said, if they if they do that, it forces them to have to acknowledge that, damn, I got to round up my cousins, my uncle, some of us are going to be in jail. Half of these police departments are going to be in jail. They literally have no targets anymore. They cannot take anyone else out because it's like they're protected. I just, um, you know, I, I, you know, just like what you said, I definitely feel for the families. My, my whole thing is we can't go anywhere without feeling like our life is in jeopardy. We can't go anywhere and we can't be home. That too. Without feeling (laughs) that our life is in jeopardy. We can't do shit. Yeah. Because of, because of incidents like, Omar Ahmed, I can never say that. Uh-huh. Ahmad Ahmad Arbery, uh, uh, like running and jogging, like that's why I like I honestly stop running outside. I stop running outside. You know, I'm an avid go hike, go to these national parks and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like to do that alone. Nope. I gotta have somebody else with somebody of color, a black person, somebody yeah. with me. Because yeah. I don't want to be missing in the woods because some racist person yeah. didn't think that I should be out here on this trail hiking. Yeah, yeah. Like I every time I I get to get to my house, I walk to my apartment, I have to check three or four times mm-hmm. just to make sure I'm at the right apartment. Because <laughs> PTSD exactly. is real. And we are we everybody is out here 
living in trauma filled mm -hmm. lives right now because we get to see black bodies being murdered in real time in real time <laughs> and nobody gives a fuck about it except for us it is it's so i like we're all tired it is just like yeah. man just so tired to have to deal with this and i and i've always i think i've gotten more anxious and paranoid since oh yeah since covid you know just being yeah. inside but yeah. now as a black person when you go out i'm literally head on a swivel move with a purpose because it's like yeah you just don't know when yeah. white people come up to me i'm like what are you doing get the fuck back away from yeah. me because it's like i don't know what you're doing like don't come in my bubble like don't come in my space yeah and i'm already doing that anyway because dudes ain't shit but <laughs> right. i'm just saying all time <laughs> You gotta worry about dudes ain't being shit and right. crazy no, ass white people yeah, taking you out. I mean, it yeah. it just it's a whole other level of paranoia. I was listening to a podcast and they was talking. He was like, I was in the gym, and he was like, it could happen here. It's an all black Fact. gym, Fact. and it's just like, yeah, it really does make you want. This dude drove outside of his two hundred miles outside way. of his area to go yeah. kill some people. What type of hatred you've? And like, he's eighteen years old. Eighteen. And you know what they're already doing? They're already trying to pull the, oh, he's crazy. You know, they said it was, his family is saying it's COVID. Isolation from COVID is what causes. And I was like, COVID may have caused a lot of things. May have caused some heavy breathing. May have caused some people to lose, you know, some senses. But I don't ever remember saying one of the symptoms of COVID was being racist. I don't ever remember seeing that at all. Yeah, that's a, that's a new one. That's a new one. It's it's crazy to me, dude. Was eighteen years old. How much hate do you have in your heart? And they said this started with the whole white replacement theory and everything. My man, this is what Kona, not Kona, but this is what um, what's my man Tucker Carlson? This is what Tucker Carlson. All these people push on Fox is like white replacement theory, and some of it, you get why they're scared. It it kind of yeah. aligns with some of these abortion laws that they're trying to change because they feel like. Mm -hmm. they are going to be the minority they feel like they're outnumbered yeah. and you know what this stems from it stems from them feeling like all the bullshit that you have done to black people and other uh, racial groups you think that's going to happen to you yeah. you think that we're going to somehow be in power and we're going to retaliate and do all the things that you've done to us we should it'll never happen but yeah you should get a taste of that medicine. we're better because as a people every like everybody that's been oppressed is better than the oppressor. Typically. Even, even, even when, or if we are putting in the position where we're the quote unquote on top, like in general, we are very communal. Like we want everybody to win, but no, we, we have to have people that really just want to hate just to hate, to have no reason, no reason whatsoever. So, <laughs> And it's like, we be minding our business. We just want to take care of our families, you know, live. Work. That's all we want to do. You know, we just want to do what we want to do the same things y'all do. Thrive. And, yeah, that's it. For whatever reason, it just irritates white people when black folks are just living their lives. Look at them frolicking. You know, and was I just, it's so many things that I have wrapped my mind around. This, my, this, this kid had uh, battle armor. Who yeah. bought this? You're like 18 years old. Some of that shit's expensive. Yeah. You're not telling me your parents didn't know. That's the other thing about some of these people. Start charging their parents. You knew what the fuck your kid was doing. I was reading the story where they said he ended up cutting, the, uh, he stabbed a cat mangled, and cut the cat's yeah. head off. Yeah. You knew what your kid was doing. You're not telling me you don't know what the fuck is going on. Here. Some of these parents are scared of their damn kids. I mean, <laughs> it's a topic for another day, but still, you got to step in. If you don't want to go to jail, then you need to figure out what's going on. That's what the rules should be. If your kids out here committing mass murder, you got to go too. Yeah, you got to go too. What's even crazier is um, the back the blue people are very quiet because one of the the individuals that lost their lives was a retired Buffalo yep. police officer. He was yep. a security guard. He ended up firing on him, which they said probably would have disarmed him if it wasn't for him having the the body armor on. He turned around and end up shooting his brother but yeah. the back the blue people are very quiet it's always oh we must protect cops but when one of your own goes down y'all don't say shit because he was black that's what it was he was black <sighs> i mean 
<clears throat> I don't want to give uh, this guy too much attention because obviously that's why he was on Twitch. That's why he wrote the manifesto, uh, reading into it. You know, he he's an 18-year-old boy. I mean, 18-year-old man, excuse me. Yeah. Um, that that knew what he was doing for sure. Um, you know, my heart goes out to all of the, you know, the, the families that lost someone and my heart goes out to just us, all of us, like right, the whole community, like fuck the bullshit. Like this shit is crazy. It's, it's just like, it's just tiring, man. It's just so tiring. Yeah. Like, I just, I don't know, man. I just, I've been off social media because you you seeing people go back and forth about the dumb stuff, and I was like, man, this dude went on a killing spree. Like y'all can't. I, I, it's just like no matter what side you stand, you whether you Republican, Democrat, whatever, you should clearly see that that was just fucking wrong, and people just can't yeah. see it. There's been people making jokes about it. I've seen they fired some police officers. Yeah, I who saw made a few. jokes. It's like y'all really hate us that much. It's fucking crazy. Like mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I just, uh, like I said, pray for the community. Pray, you know, for for just us as a whole, you know. Oh, I didn't hit the button. I got to hit the cracker-ass cracker button because, you know, that's what he is. Cracker-ass cracker! You know, so it's just... (laughs) I I just, I don't know, man. I just, and I I saw some people saying they actually watched the video, and I'm thankful that I did not see him see the video of that clip because I was just like, that's not some shit I'd want to see. Like that is just Yeah, just I'm not I'm not I'm not on to that 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 uh what is it? It's called um trauma trauma mm, porn. Yeah, trauma porn. I can't do that. So that's that's not let my me, ministry. Let me ask you this before we move on. Are you one of those people that thinks that he should have been killed? Are you one of those people? Because you know when these mass shoot, they they're always taken in custody. Yeah. Nine not to retain in custody. Are yeah. you one of those that was like should just unload it on them, kill ten people? Someone's finger should have you know slipped on the trigger. I How do you feel about him I, being taken alive? I mean, I don't have a problem with him being taken alive. My problem is how he was taken alive. He was gently uh, escorted to the to the car. Mm-hmm. I. I Dave Chappelle got got uh, nudged, got fucking pushed, and they whooped his ass. And he <laughs> exactly and he got he's black and blue. You could not recognize this man uh, getting trailed off on the damn ambulance buggy or whatever. But your man's not a scratch on his face. That's all. That's because he didn't have no black cops up there. If it was black cops up there, he probably would have roughed him up a little bit. That's all maybe I'm not. Saying. But, um, yeah, that's it. That's all I have to say. Because at the end of the day, I he he's obviously not getting out of jail. Like that's number one. Duh. No. But he's not. and and he's gonna understand if he thought COVID isolation was a thing. Watch what happens when you're in solitaire, and really what happens at to your 18? brain, to Woo! your brain, to your brain at eighteen. At eighteen, you got to sit there and spew in that hate. Uh, it's it, it's just crazy to me. I got to yeah. think about it, go back to that hundred and eighty page man. I don't hate anyone that to write a hundred and page hundred and eighty page report. Yeah, I don't hate you that goddamn much. Like you're getting one page out of me. That nigga's committed. <laughs> like he was fully committed to the racism. Because I'm telling you, after the first and a half page, I'm like, I don't really hate him that much. I don't really hate these people that much, but it's, uh, I don't, I can kind of see why they didn't, why it took him alive, because if you're not posing the threat, you're putting the gun down, I can see why they didn't shoot you. If you were still shooting back, granted, I understand why they would take you out. I also do get, yes, there is privilege to it, because if it was a brother or sister putting the gun down so ever casually, my life is still threatened. <laughs> they would have shot him. He would have got they would have got their ass whooped in handcuffs. So I mean, it's I think I'm glad they didn't shoot him because I want them to put him in in the general pop with some niggas. I know they won't, but I want that one guard to oops, he got I don't know how he got put in here. Let him get tagged up a couple times. Yeah, he's you know. he's definitely uh he's gonna be on high security. 
Oh yeah, right he's now. he's probably gonna be a celeb in the amongst the Aryan population. They are probably throwing him a party. But I, I hope somebody, like I said, I hope they slip up, and somehow he just happens to be with some brothers and get his ass whooped. I just hope he gets his ass whooped. Ah, <sighs> yeah, this no. is crazy. But uh, keep your heads up, black folks. We, as always, we we continue to prevail. Um, we got another ad. We'll be right back. Hey y'all, we're gonna take a quick pause from this episode to tell you about our next sponsor, Rose Vogue Styling. Let Rose Vogue Styling help you change the way you see yourself. Their mission is to empower you to build your confidence and look fly while doing it. Mm. They offer personal styling, shopping, and closet auditing. They need to come to my closet because it's a hot ass mess, okay? They also have an online boutique store full of pieces that will give your outfit life and have you looking right. Pieces like earrings, that's what I have on now, here, right here, necklaces, purses, rings, just to name a few, okay? Right now, our subscribers, our listeners, our watchers, you, 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 you can get 20% off when you use the code late night, okay? L-A-T-E-N-I-T-E. Go on over to their IG. It's Rose Vogue Styling, at Rose Vogue Styling. Um, easy. Everybody knows that, okay? Let Rose Vogue Styling style you for your next event or simply just help you enhance the pieces that you already have in your closet. Wow. Style is a choice. Upgrade yours with Rose Vogue Styling. Again, you can get 20% off if you use our code late night, okay? L-A-T-E-N-I-T-E. Support a black business, okay? Support us. When you support them, you're supporting us, okay? Now let's get back to the show. Topic number two for news you can or can't use. Jack Harlow has been in the news a lot lately. Uh, Brandy is in the news as well. Did you see the video of uh, Jack not knowing who uh, Ray J's sister is? Did you? I I I checked a quick. I, I looked at it briefly, but and then I was like, "What is he talking about? What are they talking about?" Yeah, it was one of those ones where I was I was confused myself. Like, what is going on? I'm yeah, to I wasn't sure. Play a, a snippet for y'all. Here it is. So uh, Jack Harlow just found out that, uh, you know, Ray J and Brandy are uh, siblings. <laughs> I don't know what to say about it. What do you think? I just thought it was funny. I mean, he's well, how does he? He's like 20- he's 24. Are you are you buying that? Are you giving him? Are you letting him off easy? because He's 24. I mean, if he wasn't in the rap game, I would let him eat. I would let him go off because as a 24 <laughs> 24, 24 year old, but my mans, you are in the music industry. Uh, even the people that I don't listen to, I know or have heard or <laughs> referenced. For me, like, where's where's your research? Where's like, who's your your team? Where's your knowledge of music history? You love black music. You like black ladies. You got to know this. Um, I agree with you. Um, 24 is not an excuse. I mean, maybe, like you said, 24, if you were in any other uh, industry, yeah. 
Yeah. I can understand that. There's 24 year olds who don't know music who are like, yeah, I, I didn't know that either. But they're also not sampling black artists. They're not, <sighs> you know, in R&B and hip hop. So they don't need to know that. But you, sir, you should know that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's Go ahead. My bad. No, I was just going to say, you know, his first, well, this this big hit, this song that he has, Glamorous uh, remake, it's actually, you know, Fergie mm-hmm. um, took it from Pull It and and Carrie Hilson. So that, yeah. but people don't know that, you know, yeah. people only know it from Fergie. So again, listen, you got to know your knowledge. You got to know your 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 history if you're trying to step up in the game especially from with us because we'll definitely check you you know this is why a lot of older artists don't like younger artists sampling they shit Mm. uh prince did not let people sample his music marvin gay um barry white it's a lot of artists who would not let you sample their stuff and I can kind of understand why is because these younger artists, you have no respect for what they did, what they laid down. You you just and I feel like as um, as a white artist, you should know that much more. It's like a black person not knowing black history. It's like, hey, my man, you should know this. That's how I feel about them. It's, it's like kind of like when I don't know if you got that talk, but I got that talk. I know a lot of other black people got that talk. It's, you have to be better than the whites. You got to be twice as good being a black person out here. That's Jack Harlow. You're in a black industry. You have to be twice as good as a black person. And I feel like we're, we're letting these white artists get over. We're letting too many mediocre white artists get over. And this is just another person showing that. How you not know Brandy, bro? Yeah, especially because Brandy was such a big artist and she impacted. She was such a, a large influence on so many singers after her and she had a nice little reign for a good 10 for everybody uh, gospel for, artists even country yeah. artists talk about brandy because she can hit notes that so many people can't hit yeah so it's like I, how are you yeah. not knowing this and they gave him like eight hits they was like oh she was a singer she had a tv show <laughs> it got all the way down to her brother had a sex tape for you to figure it out. Yeah, and I you still didn't I, know then. I was gonna, I was gonna say, I, I do know, I do know, uh, guys or just people in general that really just hone in to one genre of music, and he probably knows the history ins and out of rap and hip hop, which, you know, I'll give him that, but. Again, because you're in the music industry, you gotta know at least have heard or just the basics (laughs) you know what i'm saying like even if you don't like r&b or pop like just the bait the general consensus like what who it was hot here and you know top 100 real quick you know what i'm saying (laughs) it's funny because she tweeted out i will murk this dude uh in rap at 43 on his own beats and then I'll sing his ass to sleep. <laughs> That's I love that was funny. I was like, this is I just I don't know, man. I've never been a fan because I never got into to Jack, and I was just been like, eh, I don't see the hype. I was like, I don't see the hype. I if you it takes a lot for you to impress as a white right white artist, it takes a lot. You got to you can't just show up with these mediocre raps, these mediocre songs, and it's I mean, too he many. Has of a, them. He has a couple. He has a couple bangers that lyrically i like i like i love dave or little dicky that's my dude all yeah day. i like little dicky yeah he's but to me it seems like he's been more authentic he can actually rap he, he's been to me more authentic and true to himself yeah with jack i'm getting the white boy from kentucky who i love hip-hop and you stumbled into a lane you curled your hair a little bit you got into the train of black women liking you and i'm just gonna ride this way I guarantee in 10 years, Jack Harlow is going to pull the Machine Gun Kelly. He's going to pull the uh, Wrecking Ball. uh, What's the Wrecking Ball? Miley Cyrus. He's going to go back to the whites. He's going to go back. I made my money off the blacks, and I'm going to go back to the whites. They always do it. And our dumbasses be welcoming them right in. Jack Harlow get to come to the cookout. 
off of some mediocre raps. <laughs> like, uh, you're hilarious. Stop handing out plates to the goddamn cookout, please. Uh, I mean, <clears throat> he's 24. I agree. He's 24. Like, also, when you're 24, you don't give a fuck. You just one sided. You just like, I'm in my tunnel vision right now. Whatever I'm listening to is whatever I'm listening to. This is my music. When you were 24, Boogie, I guarantee you could name some artists your mama and your daddy was listening to. Yeah, of course. Because I'm also, I also love R&B, Neo Soul, Oldies, Dusties. Like, that's me. So, But that's what I'm I'm saying, though. Yeah. 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 But you, but I, you I, knew yeah. you knew the artist though. At twenty four, there were still some artists. I can go through. I can name the Anita Baker. I can name all these black artists. I can even name hella white artists. That might be my suburban side kicking in. But I can name hella white artists at twenty four. Or like most twenty four year olds probably weren't listening to that. You should know being in the music industry. You should be able to, especially because you're sampling these people's beats. How many artists do not even just from Jack's standpoint? Let's just we talked about Jack, but let's say even the new artists now who are in his class, you know them niggas are sampling beats from artists that they don't know who these niggas were, mm-hmm. and that's bullshit. You for I think for you to sample somebody's album or whatever, or sample someone's track, you should at least know who the artist is. You should know I, who they are. Yeah, I I mean, and also. You know, I'm just trying to, I'm trying to give uh, an excuse for being young and dumb. Cause I remember being young and dumb and not really paying attention to anything. But again, there is no excuse if you want to be in, in said industry and don't know anything about, or no, no idea, no idea <laughs> whatsoever about Probably one of the most best selling just product TV show. Like just she was she took over in the 90s. Like that was her all day. One of the most recognizable voices ever. Absolutely. Even what Kobe took her to prom. Nobody was taking celebs to prom like that. Hell, even little Kim was like, "Hey, ain't that Brandy's brother?" Like all this stuff. Like, come on, come on, Jack, do better. Now there are some people who I can say I did not know were siblings. Lisa Ray, the brat. Yeah, did not know that one. Yeah, but not Uh, Ray J. Ray J was all up in the videos. Okay, <laughs> I just don't understand. He was on the show. He was on yeah. Moesha. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. like, like, come on here. Like, I just don't get it. Uh, who's some, I'm trying to think some other people who I didn't know. Um, what's my name? Wood Harris and uh, uh, the dude that be um, in Tyler Perry movies. Uh, fuck, what was it? Steve? Is it Steve Harris? I think it's his name. Uh, that nigga. Uh, What's her name? Lisa Ray, not Lisa Ray, uh, Nia Long, and some there's so many other ones where I, I I could be like, okay, I can see that one. But this one, bro, everybody knows this one. Like yeah. everybody knows this. Yeah. Not letting you off the hook, Jack. I'm not letting you off the hook. You, you need to come be. with more than those mediocre raps to impress me, Jack. Okay. <sighs> Do better. He'll be fine. <laughs> of course he will, because he got so many people inviting him to the cookout. Yeah, of course he'll be fine. He got niggas lifting him up at the fucking Kentucky Derby. Come All on. right. Uh, yeah. Come okay. on. Okay. Couldn't have been me. Couldn't have been me. We know. Been like, walk your goddamn self, white boy. Oh, God. <laughs> I'll just say that had to have been a hefty check. That had to have been a hefty check for him to be like, you, you want me to do what? Carry you? What, what's wrong with your legs, man? What's wrong with your? I'd have been like, ain't no other white dudes over here. Ain't no other, ain't no other white boys over here that can help us out, you know. Guess not. But uh, you know, Boogie, um, it's time for y'all niggas tripping. Um, who you got? Cause people have been tripping. Yeah, people have been tripping for sure. Um, pardon me for uh, those that are on YouTube. I kind of cut off the this clip, but it. I mean, if you don't know, you don't know. Uh, Bette Midler decided to share her opinion about this, uh, the infant formula shortage that has been going on um, for the past couple of weeks. Um, 
It's crazy how that's happening. It's it's ridiculous. I just I just saw that um, the company Infamil, as well as another one, it's like they, Abbott. Yeah, Abbott. That's what it is. Uh, is actually flying shipping uh, millions of pounds of uh, formula from other countries to the U.S. So um, I'm I'm glad that's that's happening. I wish there were more companies that were uh, producing formula like why it's just three companies by the way um that yeah, are kind of you would think there'd be more that would uh yeah monopolizing all of their time <laughs> it just all of the money anyway but uh bet mittler decided to tweet out and respond quote tweet after this response of a tweet that came out of from stephanie rule she says the baby formula shortage reveals an amazing secret uh Ola I can never say that. Oligopoly. Yeah, um, you that right. Yeah. Three American companies control over 90% of the market, hugely restrictive regulation, thanks to big dollars, big law, um, and goes on. And Bette Miller quote tweets, try breastfeeding. It's free <laughs> and available on demand. Right. She got two titties. <laughs> she was That's like... really what she just said. Wow. Let me just say this again. <laughs> have never, have never had a, a, a child for me, not knowing um, a lot about babies. Look, I'm doing mm. a Jack Harlow, but I know, <laughs> but I know enough to know right. that as a pregnant woman, once you have a baby, it is not certain that mm. you will be able to produce milk to feed your newborn. Not every mother produces milk. Also, 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 babies, some babies will not latch on to the titty. Will not <laughs> latch on to the titty. Okay? <laughs> that is a real thing. They will bite and gnaw down on everything that titty. Everything but the teeth. <laughs> on everything. Except for <laughs> that teeth. Okay. It's just like it's right here. <laughs> it's just like it is a target. It is a bullseye. But babies, <laughs> some babies yeah, will not latch. latch on. And what doctors recommend suggest introducing formula, yeah, formula to the baby. Okay. I it's there are a number of reasons why women bodies do their thing right and your first response <laughs> that Mittler, is to say try breastfeeding it's free come on my man, <laughs> come on, my man. you're doing like, too much that's god gave you two baby feeders right there he was you can save some money you ain't got to worry about it she was like another better was like y'all are lazy these new age women Back in my day, oh, I was God. doing hocus pocus and I had two babies on both of my titties. Oh, you can do it too. This was a very ignorant, Completely. ill, ill, just uh, some. I, I just feel like sometimes, <laughs> sometimes people, when you read something and you want to say something, just say it to yourself. Like or that just was hit the delete button. Yeah, say it to yourself, meaning do not share that shit. This was one of those things where I think people like you just want to stay relevant because she has yeah. tweeted out some other dumb shit. And I was oh, yeah. like, what's going on? Hocus Pocus 2 is about to come out. Yeah. Shut up before they cancel the shit. Yeah. Like, just shut up. Yeah. But um, I saw a lot of dudes tweeting that same thing, too. And I was like, y'all niggas have lost y'all goddamn minds. They and don't I was like, know. Y'all clearly do not know how women's bodies work. I was like, I couldn't have been the only nigga that paid attention in uh, health class. It's basic knowledge. <laughs> it really is. I am not a woman. Don't have any babies. When I knew that knowledge, what you said about latching and about um, about not being able to produce milk, I knew that. It's just it's common knowledge. Most people should know that. Yeah. But it's also like, how insensitive are you? Because you don't oh know what that mother is going through. There's yeah. so many reasons why, like you said, they don't produce milk. Maybe they were producing milk and they stopped. Maybe yeah. 
I've heard some instances where um, you can get a lot of nutrients from breast milk, but there are some babies yeah. they don't take to it. So yeah. they have to get their nutrients from the formula. It's like, y'all yeah. are just dumb. And y'all are literally missing the point of what the tweet was saying. Yep. How are we running out of formula for babies? There's no way that should happen. Yeah. There's it, no way that should yeah. happen. You got you got to do better than that, especially if you have such a large platform and your first reaction is try breastfeeding. It's also one of those things where it's like as a woman, it, it's like you're not sitting here thinking like, wait a minute, maybe I shouldn't say that as a person. I don't know if she has children or not, but if you're a mother who has gone through having children, even if you didn't, because most like you said, you don't have a child and you know, but yes. for the mothers who have gone through it and you know the struggles of pumping and all that stuff you would think you'd be like let me not say this yeah and you would that, think that yeah that was a idiotic <laughs> ass tweet so y'all it's need just to like god damn again it's it's uh, there's been so many tweets i've wanted to tweet and i've just been like you know what let me hold that delete down put that out yeah. you know save in the draft so let's go back to this at a different moment you know it's just Fucking insane. Yeah, Fucking who you got for your niggas is Insane. My young niggas tripping. Um, it's a it's a it's a it's a weird one here. Um, I'm giving mine to uh Marcelo. Uh, the Marcelo he was dropped from uh from the Lion. Uh, so it's a uh, soccer team over in um in Europe. Uh, because he was farting too much and laughing about it. Um, in uh in a locker room. Uh, he's been, it was one of the weirdest reasons to get cut from a team too. Um, I, I was just like, I couldn't believe it when I saw that, um, he was cut for that. You know, it was just like, wow, like they are cutting people because he was farting too much in locker room. Apparently they had lost a game and <laughs> after one of the games, um, just continued to fart. He just continued farting and he was laughing about it, you know, during one of those rah rah, hey man, let's pick our heads up. I know we're down 56 to zero, but we can get it. And you know, he just farting and laughing. And it got to the point where they um <laughs> they let go of him. The coach was we just can't take any more of this. My bad. I uh I thought I posted the right picture. I did not. Um that was That's my okay. error. But also, let's focus on the fact that. Maybe people just have uncontrollable flatulence. Why are you yes being no. why are you being penalized for such thing? No, I'm just saying that you know, be, that's a thing. If it were uncontrollable, I don't think I would be constantly laughing about it. I'd be, oh my god, guys, I'm sorry. But if I'm just letting them go and I'm <laughs> that was a good one, I I can see why it'd be disrespectful, but <laughs> Yeah, and if I knew that you were the uncontrollable farter, I'd be, hey man, now ain't the time, bro. Now is not the time. We out here getting our ass whooped, right? And you want to be in here farting and laughing about it, you know? (sighs) I got a question though. Like if I'm if I'm that that the new team, right? When they bring you in, and you have that that press conference, like you know when they sign sign the contract and hold their jerseys up, when they ask you those questions, be like, yeah, I know, uh, I left lying on uh, some unforeseen circumstances but uh we're not bringing the farts to the locker room on this team like how, how do you address that like because they know why you it's not like you you didn't get cut because you weren't yeah. playing good yeah you, you got cut for farting there has so, to uh, be how- more there has to be more there has to be more to the story i hope there's more to the story because that is a, a <laughs> that's a hell of a way to get cut also, how bad were those farts? And it's just like, damn, yeah. my man, was you eating eggs? Like, what what is going on here? Because it's like, yeah. And also, you know what this shows? He also probably was not the best player on the team. Because yeah. if you're the best player on the team, I'm gonna let some farts go. We winning, baby. Yeah, what we going to the ship. Now? What you gonna you gonna cut me? For a little <laughs> we bit going of to the ship. You can let them go. Let them fart. I'm just not gonna be the one getting dressed by you. I a, a, a equipment manager. Can you move my locker down? like three rows or something, but I guarantee if LeBron is out here farting, they're not cutting LeBron. You're not cutting your star player for farting and laughing. Yeah, I don't see the issue with that whatsoever. Um, Yeah, to me, I felt like they were just trying to find a reason to cut him. Oh, they probably were. And they were like, yo, he's farting right now. (laughs) Perfect. Got him. Hey, listen, we got to get him out of here. It's just like, uh, you know what? If I'm leaving, I'll just let the biggest wet fart go as I'm walking out of the locker room. I'm just one of them ones that trails. 
just oh. so y'all can smell me leaving out. Like, yeah, just how does taste? Uh, lingering hey. ass, lingering ass doing. parts. I'm making it linger because you should have cut me for this. I'm making it linger. Like that's what it is. But hopefully he gets it under control in the new locker room. He'll be fine. You know. Oh yeah, I'm sure he will be. But <laughs> yo, if I am from the impose like the other uh, other teams, I'm shit emojis. I'm in the stands with shit emojis uh. every time he shit emojis, y'all. He's on the field. I'm bringing him out. Like uh. I'm heckling the hell out of you. We just we booing. Yo, shitty boo boo ass up out of here, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's get to uh the last ad. <laughs> hey, what's going on, y'all? A lot of y'all hit me up like, Nate, you super chill. You know, you super laid back all the time. Brother, you gotta be on something. Well, y'all are right. I'm off them chummies edibles, and y'all know me. Y'all know I'm a smoker. I don't really mess with the Eddies like that. Because let's be real, a lot of them are hit or miss. There's either no juice or you're feeling like a zombie. The good folks over there at Chummies, well, they out here trying to change the edible game. And I got to tell you, they got some phenomenal products. They sent me over uh, some of their traditional edibles. And man, them things are hitting. But they don't only got edibles. They got juice. They got uh, your gummies. They got your chocolate bars. Whatever you like, they got it. Y'all, do me a favor. Go over to their Instagram page. It's chummies underscore edibles. And get to sell some good stuff. And when you're out there, you know, filling up your cart, make sure you use that promo code 21chummy. That's right. They rocking with the podcast. And because they rocking with us, they rocking with y'all. So they're going to take care of y'all by giving y'all 10% off of your first order. So again, use that promo code 21chummy to get 10% off your edibles. All right, y'all. Let's get back to the podcast. It's the final topic. All right, close us out for the final topic. Julia Fox goes grocery shopping in designer underwear and denim boots. <laughs> she posted on her story, uh, when it's laundry day, but you have errands to run. I think that it's, sorry, well, hold on, let me go back. I, I just think that it's socially acceptable at the beach. It should be acceptable everywhere. Yeah. Thoughts you want to go first? Uh, I mean, <laughs> I just I just had this conversation the other day. Um, I was just like, what's the difference between sims, swimsuits and underwear? Like, it's the same thing, just a, a, a liner. So we can walk around. Yeah. We can walk around yeah. stores with a little cover up and our swimsuits, but we can't do that with underwear. I'm for for the first time ever in my life. That you will ever hear <laughs> me say, but I agree with Julia. I do. What? I do. You can't. You can't. You cannot make this shit up. Yep. Just. <laughs> Just. I. I do. Um. I'm going to play a devil's food cake advocate here. Okay. Um. And I'm going to say, uh, Boogie and Julia, it's normally socially acceptable because there's a large body of water and sand accompanying the beach. You're at the beach. That's the big difference. You're not wearing, most people are not wearing swimsuits to the grocery store unless they're in a beachy environment ma'am you got on drawers and panties at the grocery store <laughs> call it what it is we can see the calvin klein imprint on the drawers that's what this is that's the major difference it would be socially acceptable if she was at the beach i don't think anyone would be like huh i'm just going here to, to buy some groceries getting some beer some sunscreen it's a beach area you ma'am we don't know if you hot or cold you got on this jean jacket and your, your underwear. Like, I just, this is what happens when, this is the Kanye effect. This is what, you you trying to stay relevant after you've been with Kanye. That's what this is. How can I be relevant? Let me go to the grocery store with my drawers. 
and say this is what it is. Come on, I, I agree. I agree with you with the Kanye effect, but she does have a point. When you are near beachy areas, there are stores, grocery stores, there are there are restaurants, there are uh, mm -hmm. like uh, uh, tchotchkes, there shirt like clothing stores where you can walk in which make sure you got some shoes on something <laughs> on your feet but you out here assed out in underwear eh, but you're like you, you you just said it though in beachy environment she so, was at the mire she okay. was at kroger's okay with the ass on it. but we don't know this is probably in la in la she in laguna beach Ain't we, no beaches over there. You don't, you don't know. You don't know. Ain't no beaches over there. You don't know. You don't I mean, I, I can see there's a sliver of hope here for your argument. There's a sliver of hope there. It's just one of those things where it's like, man, maybe if you even had on like beach shoes on, you're not wearing this to the beach. You're not going to the beach in no jean jacket and no jean boots. You're just not doing that. You purposely, you purposely was like, you know what? I don't feel like ironing today. I don't feel like ironing these leggings. I'm not putting on no sweatshirt. I'm just going, you know, leave in my panties and draw. If that were the case, why put the coat on? Why put the coat on? Why not it, just? It matches with the boots. Come on, she's trying to coordinate. Oh, that's what it was. She's out here coordinating. Yeah. I mean, you could have put on just, you could put on a bathrobe and some shoes that coordinate with your bathrobe. It was a conscious decision to just not put no clothes on. And that's cool. You grown, but let's not try to make it like, oh, I'm at the beach. You're not at the beach, man. You're at Publix. You're in the parking lot. There's not a beach for miles around here. <laughs> I, what are you doing? I, I get it. Yeah, I get it. I, I just mm -hmm. always, I've always thought about that. Like, there's been moments where I'm like, man, I am insecure about wearing my bathing suit. Or you know my bathing suit or right. a two piece or a one piece, and then I'm I'm walking around the house in my underwear. I'm like, what's the fucking difference? You're at home, I know, but still, but still, if I'm okay with wearing it in a swimsuit, I could be okay with wearing it out. In, but at the same the time, though, with the swimsuit, though, <clears throat> excuse me, they're not as sheer. You gotta look at it that way. If you got like your bra and panties on, some some of that stuff, you you be seeing nipples and everything. You be like, yeah, okay, some you, of it. You know, yeah. so you you not you not wearing that stuff. You still not. You still self conscious. At least with the bathing suit, you're covered. You, we're not looking at Ooh, Barely, that's everything. Have you seen these swimsuits nowadays? I mean, that's true. That's true. I mean, it, it is barely, but you're still covered nonetheless. You're still covered. She's in underwear. She's in underwear. I'm not going. I'm with you, Julia, all day. <laughs> so is this the new trend? Is this the new trend? You think we're going to start seeing people in warmer areas going to the grocery store in bras hell and no, panties? But, hell no. But uh, if you want to attract some cameras, some attention, yeah. go ahead and do that. That only works in L.A. Nobody in Iowa is going to the grocery store. They're like, what the fuck are you doing? Like that's indecent uh, exposure in some areas. It is. No, that, it that's is. what that is. That's literally a, what that if is. If a nipple, if a nipple slides out, hello. I want to know how many people. There are children here. Yeah. I want to know how many people actually hit her with that, or how many people are trying to bag her groceries. Da, 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 da. This is. I got them. I'm bagging. I, I got it. I'm bagging. You, you need me to put. You need me to walk you to your car. <laughs> it's, it's our policy. It's our, our new policy where we uh, unload the groceries for you, put them in the trunk, and everything. You know what? Let's talk about this though before we, before we leave. Though she had a whole bunch of Aquafina down there. I'm gonna water shame her. We gotta water shame her. Are you an Aquafina? Oh what? god, we gotta do it. She make too much money to be drinking Aquafina. You make Aquafina too much money. Isn't terrible. Now, it ain't had... great. Yeah, agree. <laughs> 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 I feel like after if you heard a certain tax bracket, there's just some water that's off limits. Some water is just like, you know what? I make too much money for this. Aquavina is one of those. She lives too much of a comfortable lifestyle. You gotta upgrade that water, baby girl. Aquapana over here. Aquapana. Uh, uh, upgrade your water intake. What what, what oh, say God. you? You just, you're hilarious. I got to get, you know, every episode, I think I'm just going to start being messy every, every episode. I'm going to just throw in a little bit of messiness. Oh gosh. That's my messy. You make too much money, Julia. I might let you slide with the underwear being out. If you have some better water down there. 
There's way better water out here for you to get. There's no excuse. There's just no excuse. I mean, let her live. Let her do whatever she want to do. She's <laughs> get her 15 minutes of fame. Oh man, she's on the last leg of that. She's like on 18, 19 minutes. She's trying to just stretch it out. Like, you gotta do what you gotta do, girl. I feel you. Hey, next week she's just gonna come out with the titties out. It's gonna be like, you know what? Nude beaches. It's okay there. I'm in Starbucks. I should be able to have my titties out here. Why not? What say y'all? Come on. Okay. How much you want to bet? Maybe not. I don't know. But that's all I got, Buggy. I ain't got oh. nothing else. We at oh, the end okay. of the docket. <laughs> this has been a dope episode of uh, Late Night with Nate and Adrian. I. Nate Galloway, appreciate you for tuning in. No sleep crew. Please like, subscribe on all of your podcast platforms, and please support our sponsors because they pay us. So thank you. And also remember to hit that bell to get all of our notifications so you know exactly when a new epi drops. Exactly. We appreciate y'all. For tuning in. I ain't got nothing else for the people. I ain't got nothing else. Thank God. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> no bombs. Uh, I ain't got no bombs. Well, I'm, I'm good to go myself as well. It's your boy, Nate Galloway. And I'm Adrian Redford. It's been Late Night with Nate and Adrian. We about to here.